right, and we're back. It's the New Blood Rising podcast. Taking a look this week, it's uh, an interesting little roundtable discussion. We're talking about in the early part of 2000. As you saw last episode, we finish up through Great American Bash 2000. We're talking about overall collectively, January starting with sold out through Great American Bash. This time period in comparison to up north, the WWF. What WWF was going through 2000 with the ultimate question being... Was this the time, the last possible time, the the best opportunity for WCW to strike to get back into the game? Not necessarily take the lead, but get back and do a real competitive stance. We're going to talk about that. Um, I'm William Rankin eighty. I'm at William Rankin eighty three on Twitter. I'm coming in. I'm throwing the Twitter handle out early because the podcast at New Blood Pod. Of course, I'm joined by Jason Keesler. Howdy. Yep. And Charlie Stabile. Yep. Yep. <laughs> as we journey through this part of the WCW timeline, as of course the New Blood Rising podcast is a part of the OSW Podcast Network, please go over to piledriverwrestling.net to listen to us and some of the other shows that are out there as well, chronicling various parts of present day wrestling and past, of course. Let's dive into this, guys. So I think we've been. I, well, at least I know with I know Jason, you watched WCW predominantly a lot. Mm-hmm. I know I was a big WWF guy, and I know Charlie's a big WWF guy, so I know at least between the two of us, we've been itching to get into some WWF talk from this time period. Begging. <laughs> Pleading. Well, because it's interesting. Because when we <laughs> when we talk about the Monday Night Wars, like it seems like we're really only talking about really like 96, 97, 98. In a good light, and then it just turns into Raw. Revisionist history. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> History is told by the winners, man. True. So the the interesting thing again is just talking about could things have been turning around? Because for the most part, we seem fairly positive about our WCW shows up until a certain point, of course, last episode, where things really fell off the wagon. So let's look at what was going on up north because I, I do think there's an argument to be made with this. So WWF in, in 2000 kicking off the year. So where were we at stars-wise? Who were the big players? The Rock. Triple H, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Big Show, uh, maybe maybe Kane, on Vin, the I'd Vince say, McMahon, yeah, <laughs> Vince Who, McShane and Stephanie, because yeah, of, the McMahon storyline. Um, hell, you could even make an argument for Test. Man, like, you, unfortunately, you, 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 one of the outer shells, really sure, just sure. that I liked, but then he just fell out. Like that would have been a great. Oh yeah, they they they, they set up a great storyline that they did not deliver on. Nope. It's true. And, and I always hated how they did that uh, with, you know, Triple H drugging Stephanie and then marrying her and then like, no, no, daddy, why? And then to have Triple H fight Vince and then Stephanie to, it was me, dad. <laughs> it was me all along. Well, what's even worse is down the road during the Helmsley McMahon regime where it just turns into like the NWO, but no one else matters. And Triple H is in every segment. Yeah. And uh, where Test is part of that. He's one of the muscle. Like, I can understand if it was a few years down the road, but this is literally months. I don't even remember that. With That's Stephanie, you know, with that happening. It's quite a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even think Triple H fights Test. Uh, at least There's not on one match. Yeah, yeah they do. Get, yeah, it was a raw match. That was it. Oh, my and God. And then it was done. Like, Test was good. Test could go. And I'll tell you this. They they put a lot into Test mm-hmm. over the next couple of years. Motley Crue's bodyguard. Yeah, they, they, I mean, he gets built up. Like, he has a SummerSlam match with Taker in 2002. Yeah. It's huge. Well, but I love TNA. Yeah. What a package. Yeah. Like them, them with Trish. Yeah. They they should have been a lot bigger than they were. 
So let's start with January because we know in January, like, there's a huge just schism that happens in WCW. That's when Russo's um, kicked. <laughs> Russo's taken out. Kevin Sullivan's brought in. This is when Benoit wins the title, and then the next night bolts for WWF along with uh, Eddie, along with Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn. Um, no Shane Douglas. No, no we don't need him. No, he's a guy who can. <laughs> yeah, he, Oh, he, listen terrible. up here, you Connecticut pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 2000. Let's talk about what like it's a show that's got multiple like multiple Meltzer highly rated oh, ma- the, matches. It's, on. it's the best pay per view they put on that year. It's fantastic, absolutely. It's the match that really solidified Triple H as a mm. dominant ruthless character yep. like do you want to talk about character growth in a match it's Triple H in that match with Mick Foley yeah you know I, I honestly I wasn't completely sold on Triple H as a main eventer until that match right. well, he had spent part of 99 right trying to to transition from leader of DX sophomore humor into I'm the like the sum- I am a into my time quote right. unquote that the, yeah. the SummerSlam match where we hear that Austin didn't want to drop the belt to him um, my livelihood. My I don't. There's a lot of that going on yeah. in Austin's life. Um, six pack challenge. Uh, remember that when Triple H won the title? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. But, Austin was a ref. No, well, also notable because it's one of the only times where British Bulldog main evented uh, a pay per view. Oh yeah. That's like maybe three of them. Yeah, that was cool. But it was Bulldog in jeans. Oh, he brought Autumn oh. into the dog poop. Oh yeah. The, the dog poop. The dog poop. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Triple H, he just he beat Austin at No Mercy '99 in one of the most bullshit finishes. Yeah, I, I hated that. The Rock accidentally hit Austin with a sledgehammer. Right, bullshit. all to set up Survivor Series, which we never got. Oh, yeah. the triple threat match that everyone wanted. The yeah. triple threat match that could have made it better than Mania. Triple E or the triple threat match that I, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that they they're somehow good. They would somehow try and wheel that out for this year, because it's the only way you could protect Austin. Oh man! Oh man! You could protect him without having Holy to do much work. Cow. If you the could, stars of the Attitude Era. I mean, that's you, a good idea. You really the, I mean, that would be the ending of the era match. I mean, that is the end of an era. Because we never Shawn got Michaels it. Be the like, referee. I know. I know. Still, we it, it it takes away from Hunter and Rock having a match, but still, you're gonna this tell. This is what I wanted. This is the pay per view that I, I, I ordered it. I ordered it, and oh my god, yeah! I remember the cable box because it didn't work. Oh. And I had to drive to my uncle's house <laughs> and reorder it because I wanted to see that match so bad. And Ooh. yeah, so I was really burned. I, I I wanted a refund so bad because I honestly I thought I remember wanting to to turn the channel. I was so upset because I thought WWF had purposely false advertised. Um, mm. Yeah, because they they could have announced it beforehand, but mm. they didn't. Yeah, and, no. and nobody took them to task for it. You know, it wasn't revealed that Austin wasn't going to be in the match until he'd already bought it. I think this is the point we're going to get at with this because once he, once Austin exits, oh, I lose a lot of interest, dude. I mean, it, I never turned it off. I didn't either, but, but I felt like if you gave me something good on the other side, mm-hmm. I would have taken a look over there until Austin came back. Rock, I love the Rock, but he was no substitute. Like, is what they did was as over as he was, he was not he, that over. He, no, he wasn't. They remember they had him. Like rock bottom Vince McMahon. It's like, is he just gonna fight Vince like Austin did? I'm like, that's not the same. No, yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Because you've no. already. It, I think it's because the 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 established class war 
Mm-hmm. It was like what Austin represented, what Vince represented. Like you introduced and or made the Rock to the person he is as a rich asshole. That's more prickish, dude. So yeah, yeah. So what else? All right. So uh, that Royal Rumble card, we also get a really great match with Kurt Angle and Taz, yeah. which is great because two new right. stars. And so that's the thing. Like we know these guys aren't where they need to be necessarily yet in WWF land, so well, to speak. Also, at the time, uh, no one—they don't talk about this anymore. But Kurt Angle was undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Taz was the guy that they, they came in and beat him. And Taz never had a bigger pop. You know, it was nope. Madison Square Garden, New York. That's it's funny. New York is it's WWF, but it's also ECW. Yeah, uh, it's an ECW town. Also. And they want like they were screaming it. We want Taz. Yeah, it was. And Taz had. I remember buying the T-shirt. You know, the thirteen, whatever the hell that meant. Yeah. And uh, I love the, the music. Taz looked great in the match. And unfortunately, that's like his peak. Mm-hmm. I will. I, I, you're gonna I, put that SmackDown yeah, match. Yeah, I think. I that, mean, I think that's notable. Cause but they don't talk about it. No, oh, well, I mean, it was a huge deal to me, to yeah. me. But they put it on a SmackDown. Right, mm-hmm. it should have been on pay per view. But I guess Taz is a vanilla midget. Right, they yeah. can't go with Triple H. Yeah, when actually Taz is like, if you watch those old ECW matches, that's not long Taz after do. this. That's a, only what a couple months after oh, it's this. Not long at all. No. So again, like now, that's later in the year, you you, yeah. you start off with a guy who's had a lot of potential, and you just buried him. You killed him. Well, what's Taz's biggest feud that he ever had in WWF? It's with Jerry, Jerry Law. Yeah. Jerry Law. Well. There, the run that he had with, where he and Spike were the tag champs was f- fun. Yeah, yeah, I remember but that. I just was, couldn't buy it because ECW. I was like, these guys were never. To, I, it just, it was a weird match. I mean, I was, I was happy he got, he had a title to go. Yeah. With. It also like, that pay per view also had like very, very notable match: the Dudley Boys oh. versus the, oh, wow. the Hardy Boys in that table. They match. never talk about that match either. And, you know, they talk about their ladder matches and shit. But that yeah. table match is Spears. fantastic. And that kicked off. I mean, it kicked off, honestly, like the best tag team year that oh. you're going to get. Calendar, like, tw- two, well, oh, 2000 through mid-2001. And, th- and this was the table match that I liked, which yeah. they don't do anymore, which is you have to put both of them through a table. Yeah, right. And if you go through a table that they don't put you through, like, if it's an accident, then that doesn't count. Right. That changed, too, at some point. Yeah. It's like, nah, that's bullshit. So that's one thing. I don't think WCW had a... Had much of a chance to overcome. That was that was WWF was pretty solid with tag team mm-hmm. for oh, the next yeah. year and a half. So and but you know still with Chronic, if you book things differently, maybe I, you never know. Well, it's because WCW didn't have tag teams. They really not they tag were all teams. Pairings. Right, just pairings. pairings which of people. A lot of what's happened, happened now, today. Yeah, yeah. You just get pairings. So um, of course the Rumble match. That's the one we're. Not a very popular Rumble match in a lot of ways. It's the one where you get the weird kind of simultaneous elimination of Rock and Big Show, who really won the Royal Rumble. It's notable for Taka Mishinoku. Like, You've been I, dying to say it. I, I love I it. I, I know. It's one of my favorite eliminations ever. It looks like he breaks his neck. Oh. It, but, it, but it's like a hilarious fall of, of his face just... Yeah, smacking. Oh my god! Yeah. And they they must replay it twenty times. Lawler loves it. Lawler yeah. fucking loved it. But you also get Mae Young Other with moves. a sensor bar that cannot find her no. breasts. Cannot. Oh, no. and it's horrifying. You get Terry Reynolds basically wearing that flesh colored bikini. Mm. Like, <laughs> you need a moment alone there, pal. That's you on this night. <laughs> uh, Jackie's. God like, damn! Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is that? Yeah. Are you telling me that's flesh colors? <laughs> they make that now? Man. Man, if that's realistic, that'd be brown right there. 
Jackie looks amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she looked, Ivory looked good. Ivory, I mean, like, like, yeah, Ivory looked good. And Ivory was always like, you know. Yeah, don't look. And then here's supposed to be BB, which was. BB. Yeah. That's all it was. It's, I'm a paramedic and, with giant breasts. Yeah, and then Jerry Lawler just acting like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chewing on onions. But it's a great pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. It's a it lot of fun. It's, awesome got, it's, got, it's got variety. Yeah. It's got a lot of things. But no, most notable of all is the Triple H Cactus Jack street fight match. Totally. Um, which, other than Mick Foley's Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker, is probably my favorite of the Mick Foley, my God, what else could you do to this man? Like mm-hmm. he pedigrees him into thumbtacks. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember a friend of mine told me he actually stopped watching wrestling for a while because the match actually grossed him out, like that, like that bad. And yeah. I was like, understandable. I mean, Triple H, he's got tacks running all up his leg, uh, in his skin, knee pad. It's brutal. Yeah. But it sold me on the fact that Triple H was, um, what's one of those stupid nicknames that he got for this? Uh, not the cerebral assassin or. Uh, it, it, it was it was something else. It wasn't the game, but it showed that the ruthless side of him that we couldn't get out of him mm-hmm. uh, during his DX time. So what do you think a month later? No way out. Uh, That's a good the, match too. What uh, Triple H and Cactus? Oh, yeah. It's the only good match on the card. Because uh, this is where more of the points are descending. Because I don't. I think Rumble is pretty oh, damn near perfect. Better. But when we start getting to the like, road to WrestleMania here, yep. it is because it's like oh okay, so Rock's gonna fight Triple H. Well, no, now it's Big Show. So now The Rock's got to battle Big Show for his spot. Okay, well, that's happened. We've seen guys have to battle for their spot, but why is it... So it's a triple threat match. So wait a minute. Why are we bringing out the guy who's just retired? Who who said... That hasn't happened yet. Well, well, it will, but the thing is, Mick Foley said this isn't going to be one of those retirement matches like a la Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, where uh, they retire and then immediately come back. I think he came back quicker. Than, any, than anyone had it. At Very least true. They, they got a... Kayfabe and Real, they had a good thing, is that he did it because it was his chance to main event a WrestleMania. And he... You've heard Triple H tell that story on yeah. WWE Network about like the only thing that Mick Foley was talking about was how he had to survive the match mm-hmm. so that he could take his kids to Disneyland the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and then what does Foley do? <laughs> Completely botches a table spot, which made it into the video game. For WrestleMania moments, mm-hmm. like you do these great, awesome WrestleMania moments, and then for 16, the WrestleMania moment you have to do is botch the move that Mick Foley does. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the rest of that No Way Out card, I mean, New Age Outlaws and the Dudley Boys, I think that's where Billy Gunn gets hurt. Yep. Mark Henry and Viscera, like, woof. Like, 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 <laughs> like look at this. Good. Taz beats Kurt Angle at Royal Rumble. Like, momentum. Mm-hmm. And who's he fight? Big Boss Man. How does he win? By disqualification. Yep. Yeah. We'd get a Jericho and Angle, but here's the thing. Neither Jericho nor Angle, I think, were at. Like, they were still They weren't rising. at their... But they the, weren't where they were going to be. But this is the match where Kurt Angle unified the titles and became the Eurocontinental champion. Right. Yeah, it's where so he that, carries both belts, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I, I, but yeah, I, I, know, like I love that. Kurt Angle, uh, he, he, uh, he, he went the way that you go in the video games. You have to win every single title along the way yeah. Yeah. before you can win the world and he, title. Because just to go back to Royal Rumble, is I think, is Royal Rumble the first time you start kind of getting the goofy part of Angle because where he's like, oh, he choked me out. That's That yeah. doesn't count. That, right. Like starting to pull that in oh, and that, then that where he's shit. starting to develop, yeah, yeah. where the... The just not not just a likable person, but a total goober. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, WrestleMania. 
I remember ordering that and um yeah yeah they called it i remember like it's stupid but and they've since switched it but they called it wrestlemania 2000 yeah which i thought that was kind of dumb you know just (laughs) how many of these have we missed yeah i know it's like jumping ahead here in the timeline yeah it was wrestlemania 16 and um, i think pretty much all the wcw shows have been called 2000 at this point sure but i remember like even for wwf standards at the time the set looked really cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, 15 was no great shakes, and neither was 14. But this actually looked like shit. I remember in the video game, uh, it was actually, like, my least favorite arena to play in. Yeah. You know? Not yeah. Anaheim. I'm not going to Anaheim, folks. No, I'm not <laughs> going to Anaheim. No. And it's... my. I don't even... Like, I'm looking at it now. I don't remember any of these matches except for the main event. Well, and the, I, oh, and the, WrestleMania, the, I, I, there's... there's there, you get two. You get two, the, the triple, the triple threat, threat ladder matches. The good triple thing. threat matches, fantastic. Now, you're talking about there's the triple threat tag. Yeah. And then there's the triple threat the where triple it's threat. Benoit, Jericho, and Angle. Which is no, good. I don't remember that. And that's good because I think that's the one where Benoit does the dive and Jericho has the belt and it breaks Benoit's nose. Or it's one of there's one of them where that happens. And well, it's, it's the match that's great. Oh, that actually Angle, sounds amazing. Angle comes in with both belts. He loses both without ever without taking Without ever getting pinned. Yeah. Which is okay, really I good do booking. remember that. But it's really smart. too is that is a. What a company should do. Look at these three guys. Yep. Here's these three guys. Be ready to watch for these three guys. And then the same thing with the tag teams earlier with the Dudleys, uh, Hardys, and Edge Christian. That is still, I mean, it's not as good as the SummerSlam one because that's great, the first it's a, TLC, but this it's is a great launching point. I remember like Jeff Hardy doing that, that thing off. Never seen anything like that yeah. at the time. Again, tag matches, you're not going to beat them. Those guys have that lockdown, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. The rest of the card, good, yeah. the exception at Triple Threat, like, look at this. pretty lame. Look at this shit. Kane and Rikishi beat X Pac and Road Dog. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that that's that's uh, that's pay per view stuffing right there. I mean, yes, yeah, it is. Well, you and got then the, there's the hardcore Battle Bowl. Well, that was all right because it's <laughs> funny. That, the thing is hardcore Battle Bowl, <laughs> the Battle Bowl, whatever the hardcore, no, oh, the hardcore scramble. Yeah. But one other notorious well, parts was where we were talking about TNA earlier. TNA have that match without with head cheese, and where they have the midget in the cheese outfit who's just like a super creeper all over Trish. Like it's I'd be too, I guess. You know. <laughs> is this now where the head and shoulders? Is this where that's that King could... of the Ring '98? Oh, yeah, okay. Jerry Lawler. I was going way ahead. Yeah. On. yeah, terrible. It's all right, but yeah, I mean, it was. There was a lot of stuff Shit's that kind of stole people. They can't all, can't all be winners, no. can they? It's lot, it stole a lot of momentum. And we always like to talk about typical WCW fashion. You do this, then you fuck this up. The same thing. Like, they had, here's your chance for some killers and a tag team. You know, you're building other people, but these guys. Yeah. And you're going to put them in something that's a comic match. I, w- I will say, I, I never... I've, I never felt quite as burned by WCW because I wasn't nearly as invested in their product at the time that all their burning was happening mm-hmm. as I felt when that shit with Austin happened at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so never been more upset with a wrestling company in my life. Watching WrestleMania, like there was such a gaping hole where it's like there's a big thing missing. It's like here. someone's missing. Mm-hmm. And his name is Sunkel. Well, well, there and, were two he, and even well, a, yeah, that too. Taker. Yeah, of course. T- Taker, oh, man. Uh, Man, I'd, man, I'd, I'd get some, get some surgery, you know. I'll just kick him back, get a tattoo of Sarah on my neck. <laughs> well, I was doing okay, that. I was looking for the perfect Kid Rock song to come out to. God, I, I wouldn't sell beaches. <laughs> <laughs> came out in ninety. <laughs> beaches. 
<laughs> got in touch with this part of myself I didn't know existed. Man, there's an art house theater. I rub the bike in there. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch Terms and Endearment backwards? It's a fantastic <laughs> good Did story. you know they made a sequel to that shit <laughs> called The Evening Star? Oh. Man, that motherfucker Jack Nicholson shows up for like 10 minutes. Yeah. I walked out. Man. <laughs> it's like when <laughs> you, That's all I needed. It's like when you ordered fucking... <laughs> Survivor Series 99 and Stone Cold Steve Austin. He brought it back. Some bitch swagger brought it back. back. Now we gotta get, get, I will say about that Austin thing when we've talked about that. It, God, it makes the sting on fire thing from Great American Bachelor like shit because it's a stuntman. Yeah. I really thought Austin got hit with that car. Yeah. Which I was like, why would he risk it with his neck problems? They, they, it is so fast. It's seamless. Like, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Like, so they deserve credit for that. Yeah. Sure. My only thing is, with who we learn who's driving the car, Oh, how the fuck do you not see that? I know. That's a big dude. Well, not even that, but the guy, was he even, he was in the company at the time, Yeah. but he wasn't doing anything. Like, he, was, he wasn't with Too Cool. No. No, not yet. Not yet. I mean, it was just, it, it felt really dumb. Yeah. And then to have Rock have to fight Rikishi in a, in a way that was kind of like Rock was trying to get revenge for Austin... But they, they didn't fully commit to the idea. No, nah. I, I was not a fan of WWF's uh, decisions. Nah, I mean, and, and that's a, that's outsider spectrum, but it's a good point. Yeah, it's a good I point. Mean, mm-hmm. They were doing some oh. shit that I just did not. Well, it's another for. something else. It seemed like something else fell through. So let's get to um, so to close it. I mean, overall WrestleMania 2000, and I think even WWF has come out since. Like people talk about how it was a dud show. Oh yeah, yeah. dud. Did that after after that because that's supposed to be your big show. And it kind of felt like flounders like that. That's when you strike. There, well, there is one thing that's worth noting, and during this time period that was fucking awesome, and it's Judgment Day, uh, the Iron Man match. We're between, new, well, we're right, coming so to that. Back, right. Let's we got backlash first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even worth talking. Well, no, here, but here's here's WWF. I think knew what they were missing. So what do you do? We hot shot and get Austin in there. Maybe it's just for a bit thing, but we need Austin back. In Fat Austin. No, we need Fat Austin to come out and hit Austin. Choking hit, Cheeseburger Austin. We need to go hit, have him hit everybody with a chair so that Rock wins the belt. Uh-huh. Remember? Is that how it ended? Is this yeah. where he blew up the DX? That's, that was the buildup. Was that Steve Austin was going to I don't be, remember that at all. I don't that, remember that. No, that I've been good at is tearing shit up. And he blows up the van. He drops the, he did the pylon on DX Express. Yep. Blows up Road Dog's meth lab. Yep. <laughs> yep. Blows it up, and so he, when he shows up, the he shows up at the very end of the pay per view, and he looks bad as fuck. He looks like twenty five pounds yeah. heavier. He comes out, he he hits every he crunches the Stooges with the chair. I mean, it is some horrific chair shots that he mm-hmm. gives the Stooges. It's hilarious. And he's moving around and he's okay. He's just doing chair shots. He's not doing anything like he's not stunning anybody. Or I don't think you even get a stunner from I don't him think he because did. of if you hit your ass, that's gonna bump your neck and shit like that. But still. He does a couple of the chair shots, and it just gets Rock the win, and then that's it. There's no more Steve Austin until basically Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. So that's it, and it was it got me like instantly. I was re-energized for a little bit because he's oh, gone again. He's gone again. So we're right back to where we were. We've got Rock and Triple H in the main spot. Uh, Big Show like is is uh, honestly. I, I'm trying. Let me look on Backlash where he was at. Big Show was against Kurt Angle. That was during Kurt Angle's uh, abstinence. Run, which is another good uh, like. Because that's what we're all right, to, <laughs> since we're doing a comparison. Is WCW is just oh, we're doing this? WCW is throwing people at you. This here's this person. 
here's this person. This person, like, what we're getting ready to come to in the, because it's about the timeline with the new blood. It's, oh, you should care about this person because this person is the new version of this person as opposed to they're their own. Like, this is where Kurt Angle was developing into his own person. Yeah. Jericho was honing into what would become Jericho. Only two, we've been given a total, of, I would say, of four guys in WCW at this point. One's Jeff Jarrett, who we know is going to get the belt soon. Booker T, mm-hmm. who is for sadly floundering at this point. He starts to turn around near uncensored a little bit. Billy Kidman and Vampiro. Are the, and the last two, I think, are guys you could really build something if you really committed towards it. So that's why when you get to... so Billy Kidman versus Ric Flair would have been better. I think those would have been good matches. Those would have been... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Vampiro, actually... I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Vampiro gets a win over Ric Flair on Nitro. It's a, which, at that point, it didn't... It wasn't as, like, watered down as it, as it became, where it's, oh, you beat Ric Flair. Who hasn't at this point? But, um... So that... Reboot Nitro and, and Spring St. Peter right around WrestleMania 2000. So we're now in the sl- period of Slamboree versus uh, Backlash. Mm-hmm. And again, like, you know, Triple H and Rock, like, they could put on a, a pretty solid, you know, main event match. So, you know, you really have... I just ha- saw it a lot in this time period. Yes. You, know? yeah. you get burned out on I mean, granted, you know what's funny? it's so funny because we want it now. When I, look, when, I, when I went back and looked at it, they didn't have as many main events as we thought. I think it's just because it felt... Because there wasn't anybody else, it felt like yeah. all the time. Well, it was he was the he, the main face, and yeah. he was the main bad guy. Yeah. And they all, what was good is they had also before wrestled each other in mid card matches. Yeah. So you oh would, yeah, and so there was established stuff there like that intercontinental that ladder, ladder match. match. Yeah. My God, I, I I'd put that. In fact, I'd put that ahead of the WrestleMania ten one. I really would. Yeah, it's good. I it's love got so much. So much. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. But uh, yeah, this is where. Like you're telling, the stuff's missing on both ends, and one company obviously knows how to fill it, and the other company doesn't. Yeah, because uh-huh. it's not like you know, like as we, you know, like figuring it out that the ratings never went down; like no. they actually went up mm-hmm. in certain areas. Because which is so weird. One thing people have commented on was because this time period—I forget the writer's name—but this guy who books WWE for 2000, the Attitude Air podcast, can fill you in because they're big fans and they they drop his name a lot. This guy came in and really weaved in and out the mid-card a lot better than Vince Russo did, surprisingly enough. And so a lot of people give this period credit because it's a time period where the mid-card really starts to get its act together. Because you get the Radicals, you have Jericho. Uh, Angle is still in mid-card yeah. at this point. And so My that's gosh. a huge core of mid-carders. So, and the thing and is, they're not hot-shotting any of them. They're, no. they're building so that's them. why I like the Angle build. Yeah, and you know Angle's gonna be a big one. Oh, I, yeah. I remember thinking that like this guy's gonna do it because he, he was just when he was learning, he was still good, and he learned so fast. I've never seen a wrestler like not even Brock Lesnar learned this fast. No, you know heavens like, no. But he also wasn't an Olympic level athlete. No, and it's not an offense to Brock. Don't I, kill me. I think he could have mm. been. I don't yeah, know he why probably, he couldn't have been. Because he went pro too early. I need something for visual aid. I know people can't see it, but it'll help me keep this organized so I don't ramble. But another big thing happening in this time period is the change in tone for both companies. WCW kind of had that gray area when the New World Order came. And it Are was they the good. salt pe- or the pepper? Yeah, they're, they're the salt for right now. Here's the pepper. But it's, again, to keep me from rambling. So WWF had had the attitude error. Very extreme sexism, over-the-top stuff. You know, supernatural storylines with the Taker and the Ministry and everything. 
And it's a comic book. Right. And then beginning of 2000, when all that uh, parent council and everything stuff started happening. they Brent Bozell. Right. And they introduced the right to censor. And they slowly start taking away the stuff that made them stand out. Meanwhile, here comes WCW throwing in Mark Madden with his god-awful sexist commentary. I mean, which, it wasn't new, but it was just now more aggressive. It was more malicious. Yeah. Jerry it, Lawler never really felt malicious. Right. And just the, the way that they start, you know, the the lady we were talking about last episode, what, what her name was? Pamela. Bimbo. Pamela. Pamela. Just Bimbo. Ambulance? Ba- yeah, Ambulance. That's, that's right. her name. Right. Ambulance? Pamelance. 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 There it. we go. Uh, everything turned, and it's like, attitude-wise, no pun intended, the company switched a little bit because WWF grew up in 2000. Like, creatively, we talk about they were kind of at a stump, but that's in the main event. You watch the other stuff, though, they changed a lot. WCW kind of regressed. So it was almost like, if you look at it, the popular kids in high school, WCW and WWF were, WWF was like the jock. He's like, I'm throwing out sexist tones. I'm this, I'm real popular. I graduated. I became a different person. WCW kind of stayed that guy who stays at home, stays in the hometown, and never leaves. That's the way I, I just look it's at it. look at Absolutely. Yeah. It's and not bad. No, no. I, I agree. salt and pepper shaker and people that can't see it. But it's, it was to help me focus because sure. I listen and I tend to ramble. And then Judgment Day is when we get... Judgment Day, <laughs> we get the... Uh, I know. I know. No, I mean, oh, yeah. Well, uh, both uh, of the <laughs> tangents are different than ramble. But... um. Judgment Day is when we get two big things. First, that Iron Man match, which is am- is yes. great. great. It's and then the we... second best one. Arguably the best one, actually, I'd say. Mm. I, I I love it because I was like, I really hope they don't do the whole, you know. One, 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 that's it. One, uh, one, they have a one. ton of they have fa- It's five to four. Yeah. Well, I, to me, the greatest Iron Man match of all time was Sean Michaels. Sean and Brett? No, Angle. Sean and Angle. Oh, yeah. Sean, the 30-minute one on Raw? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, it has commercial breaks. Yeah. Fuck. Because that's the only reason I can't, I can't say that one. Mm. But we get Taker coming back. But the funny thing about Taker coming back... Should have been at 21. Because it was the rubber match from mm. 21. But anyway. Funny thing about Taker coming back is... Remember how... The vignettes? I, I think at first people were excited about Taker in a new look. But very quickly, were not very happy with it. Because no. remember... It takes, I wasn't... Well, it takes Taker a year before we get to, all right, now he knows how to do this character. Because mm-hmm. I think right, at, first, at first it was a little jarring. Yeah. I, but I was just so excited. To have oh, of course. That. I was and too. That video was awesome with the three little girls. And, and then he's here. He's here. And then like the remix Kid Rock. Oh, my God. God. I cut that shit myself, man. man. <laughs> I, I told you it'd work, man. Uh-huh. That place came alive. <laughs> and then I accidentally cost the rock. The man, you ever heard of Maison Sin? <laughs> That's what I did in little Maison Sin. I put that shit together. I saw that Disciples of Apocalypse and this shit, man. I can do that shit so much better than Adams and I used Skull and Douchebag. <laughs> man, you're trying to Chains man. and gonorrhea. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Tiger was really fat in this, if you remember. He, really? he had that really? denim shirt. Yeah, if you go yeah. back. I used to joke. I was like, I'm the Lord of Darkness, but I'm out of shape. I gotta wear a lot of denim. But it was like he comes down. It's where they started the takers, the greatest striker, because he wasn't as maneuverable as he was before. Yeah, yeah. him coming out with that bike and just like so. It, it was weird. Like he was back, but it felt like also like well, it's gonna take some time to refine this. So you've got ears again. Like you, you haven't made a lot of ground in the main event world. So it just seemed like 
guys down south, if you just put together like a string of some really solid main events that don't have to be overbooked, mm-hmm. that you know involve good rising talent here, you know maybe you have to hot shot it and throw Vampiro and Kidman, Kidman in early, but you may have a chance of getting people to watch it again. You're not going to beat them yet. It would take time if you even if you got to that point, but at least you might be able to get some people back because. We were tired of Rock and Triple H, even though they had that great match. We were yeah, I was really didn't out. want to see it. Taker, we we don't know really what we're. we're, we're so I'll tell you one thing. Like even though the last ride looked cool, it was like he's not doing the tombstone. Yeah, granted, the last ride is my favorite power bomb. Yeah, like, it's great by far. He found a way to make the power bomb his own. Yeah, but and it didn't make sense. It's like I get if you stop doing one move because you're too hurt to do it, but it looks like that would take a lot more. To do the sure. last ride without killing the person. The power bomb? Yeah, yeah. And especially a, a that one. Yeah, thing. That, Kevin Nash that's never one, do that. That's one where he needed to wear like two or three extra trunks because he was gonna jack them up when he, when he lifted you. <laughs> wear your coat, <laughs> <laughs> man. I said it one time, Bull Buchanan. Man, I told that some bitch. You, need, you better <laughs> take that butt. Hell out. yeah, you're gonna take it. <laughs> I just no. figured this move out. The best part about this is I ain't nobody got to jump. Don't worry, Terry. You yeah. ain't got to jump. And yeah, Terry, you won't even take it. And you don't want it. It's too devastating. Briefly, do you do you remember in Unforgiven 02? Like that's the that. Or, I'm sorry, it's No Mercy is the one where he has the amazing cage match with, with Brock. In the thing, he's gonna get ah! the shot. He's gonna get the shot before the match, and like the doctor's like thinking it's unethical. Like, Man, either you do it, or I'm gonna give myself the shot. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect taker. So, but yet we, we're so far away from that. And when he still, when he first comes back, was the American badass. So, it's just it, it's interesting because by the time June rolls around, then with King of the Ring, we got Angle winning it. Um, yeah, is that his first win? Yeah, that's his first King. It's when Ring. the Rock wins another supremely overbooked mm-hmm. match with McMahon. Oh, when Angle won the King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. Beat Rikishi. Yeah, yeah. I love those. But Owen, that was also Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon. I'm like, oh, I can see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, the one guy is clearly going this way, and it's like when Billy Gunn beat X Pac. You know, <laughs> yeah. But the, that turned out. Berkishi and I can't remember if it was before or after because like that King of the Ring. I think it was all done in the one day. But he and Val Venus wound up having that really good cage match where Rikishi jumps off the top of the cage on Val. Yeah. Oh, the splash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the smear. <laughs> Look out below. Man, you're going to take that? Yeah. Wow. God. Just between you, me, and the lamppost. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that porn career you're I won't tell anybody, Taker. Shut the fuck up, Swagger. Man, what, man you, you're getting your ass squished by Rikishi from the top of a fucking cage when you could be out banging Jenna I mean, Jameson. I mean, I mean how, how big is your dick, yeah. man? <laughs> is it going to I mean, save shit, you? Man, this ain't like talking me to no going look. up there. Chop a chop a pee pee, son. That's a long time ago. What the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) God, you just drool. (laughs) I got Lords of London calling my cell phone. (laughs) Man, I was trying to get my paycheck, man. I don't know why you put yourself in these stupid, ridiculous situations, man. So let the gimmick work for you. But that's when they finally put Rock in the driver's seat of having the title with that. Again, I hate no one likes tag matches where single belts are on the line. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's stupid. But the only that's what's time funny. I remember was Backlash. Uh, Triple H, Randy Orton. Um, remember this match? God, this thing's phenomenal. This is the Backlash where Jericho had a great one-on-one match with uh, Ricky Steamboat. 
Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, it was a, yeah. Yeah, I remember. It wow. was after 25. Which, yeah, yeah it was a yeah. match of the night. Oh, my God. Our, no one. A taker and Sean was clearly sorry. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, well, that, you're talking about WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, He's talking about the backlash. They actually had Jericho fight Ricky Steamboat in a oh, match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which should have been at Mania because nobody fucking knew that Ricky Steamboat could still go like that. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But um, overall, though, like, I, I just, I, I really think, like, again, like, getting back to our point was that if you, this was the time. You know, people can talk yeah. about, like, Goldberg in the fall of 98. They can mm. talk. I think this was the time. Because in 98, I don't think you were going to... I don't think you had a chance with the way Austin was booked and the way Austin was being oh. received. You had no chance. In 99... It was a phenomenal storyline. Mm-hmm. Even the first half of 99, like, Austin's run back up to the title was huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, oh, of the, course... Oh, like, Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That three-stretch Royal Rumble, Valentine's Day... Mania, yeah. and even beyond, and, and backlash. Yeah, yeah. Go get their match at backlash is better than their match at Mania. The, oh, absolutely. Oh, by the far. stunner with the, the stunner, camera. and then he hits him with the belt, and then and then wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that finish. Austin and Vince being booked, their their feud going through the summer of '99, which well, led to the, the I'm gonna shine it in your blood. Oh, oh the yeah. first blood match with Austin, right. where Austin bled more than I've ever seen a man bleed. Yeah, 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 That's a lot. But I, I think you're right. If we back up by the time Survivor Series hits and you job Austin out, that's when they go into neutral. It's like they if you're doing a NASCAR race and you have to pull off for a pit stop, this is the closest equivalent to a pit stop for how WWF in, a, in the era of the Monday Night Wars is going to be. This is your chance to get them. Yeah. It just felt like we were just waiting for Austin. You know, it's like that's we, what we were waiting Because we knew he was going to come back right. at that point. Because when know, he, There was a period of time where we didn't. Right, you know where it was like. Is he? I remember talking to Mike Mooneyham about it on his radio show. I was like, is he coming back? And he's like, I don't think so. And I was like, No, <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. Is that the break, the the Owen bump, or is that something different? Uh, no, this is. Uh, I mean, it's a result of the Owen. Bump, oh, you're talking about after night the thing in '99. After the thing in '99, yeah, that yeah, it's finally ca- caught up to him. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. I, I, I you know. That's when you go back, like, Reboot Nitro was really good. Yeah. It was, I mean, for the most part, in terms of just, like, you know, it was it was very chaotic. But if you just, like, you know, and I think that's always the, that's unfortunately the knock on Russo the most part. Is the guy has really good ideas sometimes that have he good openings. He channel them, though. And, and even when he does channel them, he has a good opening, just has no idea of how to fill the gap and know what the ending well, is. That thing that we put on the fucking, um... Uh, Arquette Roundtable where Russo it, m- it made me like I, I, I was just listening to that our show of that today it really made me upset where he was like he's like first of all I just want to say no one ever wins a title I've never seen anyone win a title oh, it's yeah. like, titles are given and I'm like oh fuck you yeah. Yeah. like you piece of shit I, 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 I absolutely disagree with you right do now. you think if he didn't like suppose Sullivan had held the reins a little bit longer it's possible I, I mean, again, I want to say it's possible. You're not going to beat him, but at least get back into the the game. Yeah. Be the number two, and not be the number two by default. It's but. not like WWF was um, bad because yeah. they weren't bad. It was just stagnant. Yeah, it just felt stagnant. You know, the uh, WCW, they eventually just became bad, and I was like, "That's mm. it, I'm done." Yeah, you know, like they were stagnant plenty of times, but I stayed with it. Right so, to go back to the old really horrible stuff that Vince sent Vince to kill them. 
because uh, the Vince, old Vince came back. Theory? Right. Like okay. So like we're talking about all of a sudden, you know, because that's right when the stagnant part happened. Like you know, it, what was it? Was right. Oh, the month we're about before. to lose Austin. Yeah, we're about to lose Austin. Go down there and make sure that they don't catch up to us. So Russo's been playing a. Because Russo leaves in what in October. Yeah. Yeah. And when does Austin come back? He comes back the following uh, October. Or he like, comes back in to fight Rikishi. That's what. Yeah. Comes back the, in August of two thousand. No, no, it's October. Is it October? He fights him at no mercy because August is SummerSlam. Austin. Oh, rest, yeah, where Austin he just, just, just oh, yeah, the murder of Rikishi. I remember like pay per view started. It. I remember ordering that. I was like, Austin's fighting Rikishi. I was like, here we go. And Austin comes on at nine o'clock, and I'm like. Thought this would be the last match. No. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't. Like I, because I mean, Austin just—I didn't know it was going to be a beatdown. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a match, and it made me no. I was so excited with that because that's how you book that shit. Like this guy tried to end your career. Like WWF was back pretty much at that mm-hmm. point for yeah. me. Like even though it wasn't a match, we didn't even—I don't even think we saw a stunner. No, I think he did. He stunned one of the. He might have stunned cops. a ref, <laughs> but he didn't stun Rikishi. But like going going back, what I'm saying is here's this. Go, we're gonna lose our guy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna lose that that one thing. I mean, we got I like, a lot. I, like that, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying like this, and then it just coincidence. Like, yeah, I'm sure the people got fed up with him by that point in time. But with some of the other stuff we just talked about and reviewed in WCW at this point, especially what comes up at Bash at the Beach, you know, someone had to have done something by then. And with him going, no, no, I'm fine. And then finally Austin's back. He goes, I don't care. Go ahead, fire me. I mean, just. I don't believe it. It's just one of those, like, this is one of those, things are way too well, coincidental. It's also like how you know, well, you could say it's the same thing about Montreal. Like, there's, there's a lot of coincidences Oh, yeah, yeah, there. totally. Yeah. But, you know, once again, don't want to believe it. If yeah. you had to go back, so let's, the real point, like, where it, it would be Reboot Nitro, Splash, Spring Stampede, because they're within a week of each other, yeah. right? So that's the pay-per-view right at WrestleMania 2000. The Probably the it's lowest. It's, it's it, it, was, it was after it's right, yeah, because it's a what March pay per view. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're right around the, those three events are around the same time. One for WWF, two for WCW. Spring Stampede needed to really knock it out of the park. Who do you book for the world title match if you had the chance to try and really like, wow, okay, let's go back and check things out. You got to go with a new guy. Yeah, you got to pick a new face uh, to go with and. And the best new face that they have. And if you don't want, to, if you don't want to think New Blood versus Millionaires, though, if you want to think of it more, just just, just individuals. Yeah. Well, the, your best face that's never been a world champion is Booker T. Mm-hmm. And I think they realized this just too late. But I don't know how you'd book it. Like I don't know, like because storylines they take time. Do you think Booker and Hogan could have had a good match for the belt? Actually, yeah, I think that could have been book awesome. That. But who would have been what? What role? Well, remember that line that we didn't talk about it. Madden had a great line during the Vampiro Sting match. Oh, that's a Hogan. That's a Hogan torch. You know because he's never passed it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was actually my favorite Madden call. Uh, it was uh, Jesus. Like it was just such a slam. But yeah, uh, Hogan would have had to lose it uh, to Booker. But he, yeah, he wouldn't. Have, I don't think he would have done it. And I think like part of the bummer is like you only would have had a week like between the reboot Nitro and that. Um, that event. The only time, but still, I, yeah. The only times I ever remember Hogan like passing a torch, uh, Ultimate Warrior. I don't know why, but Ultimate Warrior and um, Goldberg. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the only. Those are the two he found worthy 
of dropping the belt to in a clean fashion. I don't know why. It couldn't have happened not at even Spring Stampede. Not even Undertaker did beat him clean uh, for the title. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Tombstone on a chair. Well, Tombstone Brock? on a chair. Didn't Brock beat him clean? Uh, but that wasn't for a title. But he, And he did it through a bear hug. Like he and didn't it wasn't... Even, no, he, oh, he bear hugged him until he passed out. He I didn't even beat him oh, for the title. Oh, because Brock beat no, Triple no. Uh-uh. Oh, I thought you said Rock. No, Brock I said beat Brock. Brock beat Rock for the belt. Right, but Brock beat Hogan for the belt too. Didn't no, he? no, no. That was a throwaway SmackDown. Take, oh, okay. Because I remember Brock wiping Hogan's blood yeah, across that his happened. Yes, that, that was cool, but it was on a SmackDown. Yeah. And, and this is like we were talking about this. I think on the phone about Jesus. If this is what they had in mind for Brock and Austin at Raw, then yeah, Austin walk out. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I don't like that they did that to Hogan. Yeah. On 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 free television. Right. On pay per view. Yeah. I mean that would have been an amazing moment. Not not too many people remember that Brock beat Hogan with a bear hug, which is really like whose finisher was that? Uh, Bruno Monsoon. Uh, yeah, gorilla. Or, or was it Bruno? Bruno might have. I, uh, I think it was Gorilla because it was Bruno Gorilla. Something. Well, body it's such flashy. an old school move, yeah. and for Hogan to to lose to that, that's really powerful stuff. I'm not taking that up. Well, who would you no. book? Like, oh, maybe it's once. not even Spring Stampede. Maybe it's within the Slamboree period. Oh, what what main event would you book and build towards that you're gonna get people to come back? Me? I'm gonna throw out one other one after. All right. I mean, I would have put Nash versus Goldberg because, and then play up the. I mean, don't necessarily have to be face versus heel, but just play okay. You know, I my, lost my streak to you. I lost the belt to you. I'm starting a new one. And it starts with you, and it starts here. Because then that, I mean, that's a good launching point with with all that. You know what I, just before we get, okay, you, go you know what I think really would have helped in a hypothetical yeah. situation sure. if they hadn't lost the Radicals? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That changed. That, that, that changed, I think, a lot more than people realize. Yeah. Like, that was a big deal. If they still had Benoit with the title, like... Because that's a new guy with the belt. Mm-hmm. Like, have you have him fight Booker and, T and, for the title? You know, if I, I would have loved to see Benoit fight Flair for the title. Oh, yeah. If I wasn't sitting on the sidelines, you know, I wouldn't. If they still had Brett. And who, like, and I, I know There's we didn't mention on Stampede, but like, or on uh, Great American Bash, but it's like, whatever they were thinking, I, I don't think they understood the severity of his injuries. Because like, Brett, they had, yeah, because no. they had him do the chair shot with Hogan, but he has not been, he's in no builds at all going on. But anyway, um, I, I think I don't think it's bad throwing those two guys because they're they're known mm-hmm. names and if you put the right angle with it would at least get it started. I think what would have been fun to build towards is if you had maybe uh, the face Vampiro and the heel Billy Kidman, and then you have them clashing like in the U.S. title, but then slowly you see them start to move from switch their roles of heel and face to where then eventually when they've made their transition. Now it's for the world title. Mm-hmm. Like within, you have to do it. Like you may have to hot shot and get them up there pretty quick. But still, if you could, if you could have had them both in a program for the world title, you know it's it's going to be tricky how you book it. Because I'm not saying both guys immediately. People are like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go see Billy. Shit yeah, man. And that's flea market. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go yeah. fucking see Vampiro. I'll pull that bike right up to that gas station and I'll check that. Bike. Yeah, but I, I think if you would, if if. You build it right. Mm-hmm. It's been a great series of matches and a great program for at least a few pay-per-views. That would have been like, you know what? You're building that guy angle. Well, we've got these guys, Kidman and Vampiro, mm-hmm. that are going for the WCW title. Mm-hmm. There you go. Something like that. I don't know. 
I thought you meant like just immediately during that time because I wouldn't see people going to watch that during the time as much as I, not just because it was my idea, but like you go, oh shit, Goldberg's going to get his hands on Nash for the belt. Because, you know, remember his revenge match was against Scott Hall and that was a shit just bad. Then you're like, wait a minute, they're bringing up old stuff. And then you could have had Goldberg go heel then or, and, and he could have just murdered Nash and got him out of the way. And then why not finish the match then with Sid coming out, jackknife, jackknifing Goldberg? So at least like, you know, all right, we'll have a we'll get a final real blow off program for them mm-hmm. while we're still building those guys. Right. Because of course, like you can't just throw like I mean, you could probably afford to do Booker and Hogan. Yeah. You could because Hogan's obviously a name, and Booker at that point people love him. Yeah, we loved him. Yeah. Um. Just some interesting things you could have done at that time. DDP. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's another guy, even Stinger. Like you could have used Stinger in some. Just WCW got real stacked. Like Stinger should have changed character. I, I never liked that he was still black. Uh, black. The Crow. I never liked Crow after the NWO thing was over. Yeah, I did not was, understand why. What are you mourning now? WCW's like, back. Like I'm not saying go back to Surfer Beecher early '90s Sting. Beecher, I like that. Beecher. Beecher. I, I like the the, the, all, the all pink decked out yeah. leather sequin jacket. Try something else, not Joker. Right. You know? Oh, man. I need to look those up because I actually haven't delved into that. <laughs> Sting wears a sting mask. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, bro. <laughs> hey, who the hell? <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's well, I, Any final thoughts on it? What, anything else you, you would have done? Or what do you think in I terms mean, of... I would not have had... I mean, that's the one thing in, in WWF is they didn't focus on... They focused on the new talent... The new talent kind of fought the new talent. They didn't try to compare them to old talent. And they're not saying these people are replacing these people. These are just in addition to. I think another thing you should, should have done was flat out make the millionaires the heels and the yes. new blood yeah. faces. That would have been just maybe yep. an easier fix in the whole thing. But, you know, I, I think I would have. Re- if you're calling these guys the millionaires club, it kind of has an error. It has a, has a 1% kind of feel to it. Yeah. It? yeah. But yeah. that's way before it was such a big problem. So. Millionaires weren't running rampant in the street attacking people like they were in 2008. Mm. So that brings us uh, to a close here. Next time, well, it's time. We needed to get to this at some point. It's Bash of the Beach 2000. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, has, it has probably simultaneously, for this 2000 era, the lowest point and maybe the highest point. In yeah. one show. It's the most infamous WCW pay-per-view, I think, of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so uh, It's we'll, their Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we'll be coming at you next week with it. Please continue to send in your uh, thoughts, your feelings. New Blood Rising, that podcast. Um, that po- that's us. Is that us? Then, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. New Blood Rising's wearing a New Blood Rising. The New Blood Rising um, pay-per-view, as well as looking ahead towards Nitro 20th anniversary. That'll be Woo! a little bit further We're really going to do that. We're, we're going to talk about that, that episode. Why not? Let's talk about the whole. Yeah, we'll talk about the whole damn thing. Yeah, those are good days. All right, folks. Well, follow the podcast at New Blood Pod. I'm at William Rankin eighty three. I am at CM underscore Stabs. I am at the Jason Keesley. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bash of the Beach two thousand.